0: All right, everyone, l- welcome. Tongue, <laughs> apparently the word welcome is a hard one to nail for me. Welcome to Papa's Basement. I'm your host, John Papa Giorgio, and I'm joined today by the lovely Molly Heckerling. Oh, thank you. Oh, I'm, look like, at you. I'm
1: like the Vanna White of your podcast.
0: I, Vanna White is so bizarrely ageless. Like I'm not acting like I'm Buck Strickland <laughs> and I'm watching the wheel every night at 7 PM, but. I my mom has it on more often than she doesn't, as is the law mm-hmm. at age 78. Yeah. And uh I remember when they wanted to boot her for not being young enough in like the mid to late nineties. Oh no. And, and like fucking kudos to Pat Sajak being like, I am just riding this cougar's carcass as far as it's gonna take me. <laughs> because like <laughs> yeah. she has she has kept it tight, man. I I mean I remember smashing load after load out to her like eighty-seven, eighty-eight Playboy spread? Gun to my head, I'm gonna say eighty-eight.
1: She was in Playboy?
0: She was in Playboy, and it wasn't like she was a random playmate that then got mm-hmm. picked up like uh Pamela Anderson style. Mm-hmm. Or as they say say out your way, Pamela Anderson. Um <laughs>
1: when uh, you're when you're in benhurst yeah, in 1940 Gammler Gammler Anderson, Anderson.
0: face of an angel yeah um she was like she was naked because she was vanna white and i swear to shit that was like an 88 dude like i i remember it very vividly she was sitting around in a very uh she was standing in a, a sheer negligee thing, so it wasn't ever like just a thousand percent naked, but it was like no, but
1: you see nip through it, right? You, you saw the it,
0: whole shebang, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So
1: you know, Pat Sajak was like, "I'm not letting this go. You yeah. know, this is the this is what we need to turn the tiles." I mean, um,
0: maybe he's just a fierce feminist. Maybe he's been banging her on the side this whole time. Maybe he's just a good friend. Maybe they're just really
1: good friends. Yeah. It's like, look, we we started this together and we're finishing it together like Thelma and Louise clasping hands.
0: That would be an amazing final episode. <laughs> Unlike that goddamn Alex Trebek BS where he's like, oh, they got pancreatic cancer like a puss. <laughs> <laughs> and then didn't kill himself on camera. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it would have been so much better if we got to see him just wither away on stage. Oh, yeah. Just just with the radiation and the hair loss and everything.
0: Just do the Um, R. Bud Dwyer right under potent potables. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking all over the board. I'll take Alex's brain matter for 600 remains of Alex.
1: Right. But yeah, Van has been hot like over all the decades. And also, it's just like you only have to see her be this big on camera. So it's not like who's going to be bothered if she has any crow's feet or whatever. Who gives a shit about her aging? You know,
0: she's yeah. glamorous she's glamorous but she turns okay she turns big letters around all right there is nothing more glamorous okay
1: but she does it with like it takes finesse because it's like the hand model sort of like very big motions for a very small turn sort of Oh okay. yeah
0: and in no way shape or form like do i disagree with you i know that you said the words it takes finesse and people think we're like laughing as we say it there are so many skills in this world mm-hmm. that we just don't give a shit to cultivate these days and then we wonder why the quality of so many things in our world have gone down like for example oh I don't know broadcasting these days mm-hmm. people are like oh I'm just uh I'm a podcaster now I'm gonna record episode one on anchor while I'm taking a shit this might have been everything this else. might
1: have been your episode one yeah. I don't know but in, I am not all caught up
0: like back in the day before conglomerates took over radio and the internet destroyed it and stuff that was a career path Mm -hmm. you you honed a craft did it you know there were certain skills that djs built like being able to talk a record to the post like i know that that none of those words even make sense to people these days and it sounds like especially with my fucking poof of grandpa hair that's visible on the camera that i'm having a stroke and just bringing together (laughs) syllables like i'm goddamn uh dennis miller uh,
1: yeah no
0: these are words what talking talking it
1: to the post mean does that mean that you like call it into your local postmaster and tell them how good it is and how they should send it out to all the young people in the neighborhood
0: yeah that's literally exactly what it means yeah you're, you're correct, Mom. Granddad.
1: <laughs> you're yeah. like, call the operator, ask for Sarah, tell her this record is really good. No, what so, does talk to post mean? What does that mean? Right. It, it's a DJ post,
0: term. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a DJ term. Being able to talk a record to the post properly means that you know from the time that the music kicks in, and don't get me wrong, I don't think these guys had it autistically memorized. Like, I think back in the day, post could be labeled. On mm-hmm. the 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 cut itself,
1: but I mean the lead-ins, instrumental yeah, lead-ins, and the, exactly.
0: Outs. Being able to talk right up until the second the lyrics kick in—that's the post yeah. when the lyrics mm-hmm. drop—and it was a skill to be able to talk and be like, you know, Chantilly High School's got <clears> its football <throat> game tonight for all you boosters. Make sure to buy Auntie N's yam pies. They're going to the program. And it's 86 degrees tonight, so you're going to sweat your balls out and wear your white, because there was that shooting earlier this week. All right, here's Lincoln (laughs) Park!
1: You've talked over the whole intro to Stairway to Heaven, which is like the best part with your bullshit. (laughs) I also used to love, like, when uh, they would do that, but then they realize they're running out of time. So they just start talking faster. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the true skill is they'll just start cutting words. Cause then it's like 86 <clears> degrees, <throat> 7, 12 PM. <laughs> <laughs> like all, the, all the finesse, all the icing is off the cake. Just like mm-hmm. bullet, 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 done.
1: Yeah. I miss those days. That's, you know, I was thinking when I was listening to Pandora the other day, that's what this is really missing talking I, to
0: Post. I mean, one of the the last remaining nationally syndicated DJs, did you ever listen to Delilah at no. night? I, I guess you didn't.
1: I'm not a big... That. I wasn't a big DJ person or well, radio not just that, person. You're
0: not, you're not a huge driver. Like, you
1: I would drive around in LA with my friends and listen to, like, K-Rock and stuff. But okay. also, like, LA and New York radio or, like, different or, like, East Coast, West Coast radio. Um different it's like w versus k yeah different worlds you know where that <laughs> the divide Monogues occurs and the, ambulance the mississippi
0: river yeah there's your factoid of the day i'm mm-hmm. amazed you knew the w versus k thing
1: well i mean you notice it when you're listening to the radio in both states and you're like hey all these ones start with w and
0: uh,
1: all those ones start with k
0: poor andrew wk <laughs> from his mixed race radio household <laughs> Never can yeah. sort of things out. Um, Delilah is a DJ, I think, based out of the Pacific Northwest. So she's like Seattle or Portland or some crap. And mm-hmm. her big thing is like heartbreak songs. And okay. people call in and they're like, uh, really, it, it this could be like an, a bit of addendum material to like attached the book like Mm -hmm. you know that book that I bought you for New Year's and you never read Um, I read
1: it I'm like halfway through but when it got to like the um, take this test and add up your word score Mm -hmm. or your number score for like are you avoidant or anxious It's like I already know I'm anxious and avoidant and now I'm just writing down numbers for everyone I know to see what they are too
0: (laughs) you got lost in that so you're anxious (laughs) avoidant and ADHD yeah
1: that's a form of attachment I love you if I could only remember you exist.
0: (laughs) you're attached to whatever the fuck's (laughs) in the corner of your vision yeah (laughs) I wasn't chasing skirt she's just the last piece of pussy I saw and my object permanence is shit so I forgot you exist
1: I mean John I mean we know this about you we love you I know like I said that
0: and then I said it out loud I'm like oh but I've really done that (laughs)
1: yeah that's okay look as long as you can admit it about yourself you could at least forewarn other women
0: yeah (laughs) like look uh i really want to be faithful this time you're going to need to text me pictures of your face every 10 to 15 minutes (laughs) and that that'll probably do it as long as i can remember you exist
1: and also murder every other beautiful woman somehow look that doesn't Uh, hurt seems like a tall order I don't know. <laughs> he might, me. might not be worth it. <laughs> I, I think I am. Okay. Yeah,
0: uh, you, my mom right. says I'm, I'm her a special little guy. <clears throat> mm-hmm. and, and as long
1: as she texts you pictures of her face every ten, fifteen minutes, or remember, remember she exists. Alive. Yeah. You don't go looking for other mommies. And. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, you know, in either situation, I'm just walking around parties with my hands out, clasped, going.
1: Like Helen Keller, but for boobs. And yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> very hungry, very lactose-tolerant Helen Keller. <laughs> the title um, of my autobiography.
1: Yeah. So anyway, okay, we were talking, so Delilah has people call in. She's like the Taylor Swift of DJs, right? So yeah. it's always like sad breakup songs. And this was your favorite because you're a Pisces. And of course, yeah. Well, always uh, love
0: Lauren. It's something that I wanted to laugh at, but you would listen to it, and you're like, man, she's got a soothing-ass voice, and, like, yeah, I haven't heard Peter Satera in the last couple of nights. Let's do this. <laughs> um, she, even she does not give two rats' asses about talking things up to post.
1: Okay. Like,
0: like, it's just, <clears throat> she will talk, and then be like, okay, here you go. It's the glory of love. And hit me you a know, play on the CD changer.
1: I mean, maybe she acknowledges that those like instrumental lead and sometimes they're like the big emotional buildup for people who are getting ready to cry and they can't climax without hearing the buildup.
0: <laughs> oh God, I, I cannot recommend it. You gotta find Delilah. You gotta listen to <laughs> Delilah like tonight. It's, it's just all these things where it's like, <laughs> hi, Delilah. Uh, my name is Lisa. <laughs> oh, hi, Lisa. I've been with the father of my child for 18 months now. Um, he's used heroin fiercely for 20 of them. Uh, he's been in <laughs> and out of state pens and he's vowed to me this time that he's going to turn things around. And of course, <laughs> Delilah just having to be like, I think he really will this time, Lisa. Did you say you wanted to hear Wind Beneath My Wings? Well, I hadn't gotten there. Wind Beneath <laughs> My Wings, it is. God bless you. Yeah, nice.
1: Yeah.
0: My Delilah It's like the overbearing friend kid.
1: that everyone didn't know they needed.
0: Yeah, she's a, a real know-it-all see you next Tuesday. That's mm-hmm. that's on Delilah's business cards.
1: Yeah. yeah. She's like, I wanted to hear um, oh God, what's that Sinead O'Connor song? Oh, Nothing compares Prince to song? you.
0: You mean the <laughs> Prince song that Sinead O'Connor covered?
1: Yes, yes. yes. And made her own, because that's the only version anyone talks about in Cry too.
0: You know what's funny? I used to hear that all the time, and then I put on Prince's version, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. like, every other Prince song ever, his version's the best. Like, fuck this. Yeah. If you didn't grow up, like, obsessing to this version on MTV in 1993, mm-hmm. guess what? This is a better song.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm actually quite unfamiliar with both versions. I only know because they sang it on American Dad, and then Jason mm. was like, "Oh yeah, Sinead O'Connor." Like it's a cover of the Prince song, but he played me the Sinead O'Connor version because it's like that's the one that everyone was well, it like has so
0: that, that weepy incredibly about. famous video, like one of the more yeah. iconic videos of all time, of her mm-hmm. with the the buzz cut.
1: Yeah, singing. it was sort of like the um. I mean, the Fiona Apple video was sexy, but I was sort of getting that like this was that Criminal. video of that time. The like, I'm sad, I'm thin, my eyeliner is smudged. Yeah, and we're very emotional.
0: Yeah, that sounds like porn. I jacket too, as well. Sad, <laughs> thin, and smudged eyeliner. Um, yeah, my favorite genre. Yeah, I, I think at one point she releases like a single tear, like she's goddamn ironized Cody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's what um. You're nice, Cody. That's a great reference. He should have put out a single. <laughs> he should have fucking covered "When Beneath My Wings" dressed as the fucking Indian. Did
0: you ever he, know?
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, Native American. He was Italian. He was a he was a, of those, a like, filthy itty. Yeah. Is like, <laughs> oh, that was back this.
0: in the day when if you had black hair, people just called you Blackie, and you're like, I can't like. <laughs> Like, I want straight
1: black hair down to here,
0: yeah. Well, John Stamos, if I recall, on like his first soap opera gig was Blackie (laughs) parish yeah. Oh, yeah, and I think the the singer Wasp might have been part Native American, which still doesn't get you called Blackie, but he had like the black hair and he was Blackie Lawless.
1: It's just never a good idea at all. Anyone, Blackie. I don't care what time period it was. Parlance, nothing. I don't give a shit. Blackie's just always,
0: oh, always yeah. bad. Oh You don't you don't want to record with Blackie's basement? No.
1: <laughs> oh, that's all I mean. Yeah. Um, Cancelled before we even become anything.
0: There <laughs> Canceled Either. by
1: Mike and the Seeker. Even he's offended.
0: You turn on the camera early, it's just me putting on the Vaseline and burning the cork. <laughs> Give me five minutes and I need my lipstick.
1: <sighs> oh my god. We have come back looking like Al Jolson.
0: is uh, terrible. This is the first and believe me, the last episode of Blackie's Basement.
1: <sighs>
0: <sighs>
1: oh man. I am... Um... Is this the same fire that you were bringing to improv class that made everyone talk about how problematic it was? or No, you oh. weren't the problematic one. Oh,
0: everyone weirdly enough. Um, yeah, My uh, the, the ginger who's gone so oft mentioned on this program, like mm-hmm. unbidden was like, you know, you've been part of like five problematic scenes. And I guess she said that unironically and my skin crawled off my penis, but... Um, <laughs> But she was like, you've been part of like five problematic scenes and then literally none of them were you the problematic party. And I was like, yeah, those were not odds I would have taken in this life either, but here we are. There you go. <laughs> like, you're yeah.
1: you're the Diane Keaton of the problematic scene. <laughs> you're oh, like, you're yeah. not the Woody. You're <laughs> just... <laughs> I,
0: I thought you were going to say the uh, Diane Fossey, the girl and the Miss Lady.
1: <laughs> no, uh, um, so many... Yeah, so many party people who get away with, you know, the Pam Adlon of. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You'll be unscathed. You'll have your own Hulu show. (laughs) You're gonna make it. (laughs) Poor
0: Pam Adlon, having to navigate those waters, man. Uh, For those of you who don't know Pam Adlon, she was the voice of Bobby Hill. Mm, Still is, and. Also, like a really good friend of Louis C.K. and like back when Louis C.K. was like riding high, I think he was kind of the force behind getting her that show. What the fuck was her FX show called?
1: Oh, I forgot. Yeah, but she had a show on FX for a while. And yeah, she was like long running on his show too. And there were a lot of episodes that were like,
0: and they're pretty episode about just being like fuck buddies and stuff. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. There's one episode
1: where he kind of tries to rape her. And he's bad at it. And she's like, God, you can't even rape well. And then, like, there's one where they kind of swap genders a little bit, where she puts on, like, and a baseball cap. Him. and Yeah. And oh. it's a little weird. There's kind of a, a rapey dynamic. It's like, it's like what, it's like Louie for being a sex offender. At least we know there's one woman out there who rapes the rapist.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like he, that's that's a, what he that's wants. That's an old Marilyn Manson lyric, who's also a rapist piece of shit, apparently. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> who will
1: rapes the rapist? I think he <laughs> that more originally, right? That was juvenile. Raven? Yes.
0: Who will Don't rape the rape me. man? <laughs> oh shit! Uh. <laughs> I guess we should have said trigger warning.
1: We we can you can post a trigger warning on YouTube. Can I? False start with cat, like <laughs> segue to Blackie and rape. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, God. Blackie Rapist Basement episode.
0: Yeah, yeah. Episode. yeah. <laughs> and then we cut to me humping the leg of the golden retriever that humped my leg at age 10. <laughs> Suck on that, Jerry. I still remember your name, you piece of shit.
1: Revenge is a penis best term cold. <laughs> Just
0: fucking digging up his carcass with a goddamn backhoe. <laughs> and porking what's left of his skeleton people ask me why I'm a cat person it's like well the neighborhood cat never <laughs> fucked the shit out of me
1: yeah people ask me why I'm not more of a dolphin person
0: yeah. <laughs> you didn't like your dolphin counter at LaGrenta <laughs>
1: oh, i <laughs> oh, sorry
0: your dolphin <laughs> confrontation
1: <laughs> oh, it fun. was really <laughs> confrontation it was a dolphin assault
0: oh god uh, that it. was one of the most brilliantly worded lines i've ever heard written in that king of the hill episode like it's just like 15 backhanded compliments in the span of like eight words where i think hank thanks Louie, and he's like that dolphin confrontation wasn't as asinine a gift yeah i thought it would be oh hank
1: uh, i am
0: um, fucking laying it on like a jewish night. mother What's oh that? yeah
1: Oh, no, I cracked up last night because there's one where Hank, like, makes himself laugh. Where he's, like, talking about the PWG, or he's like the... Oh, no, the P... P, G, P G. The
0: pedophiles. <laughs>
1: um, he's talking about the PGA. And okay. he's like, i member remember the PGA, too. The Propane, propane Gas, Gas Association. Association. <laughs> and, like, just watching him make himself laugh is such a huge dork. I don't know why. Like, maybe after, like, having kids and being surrounded by guys who automatically like turn 40 and think dad humor is the funniest fucking thing in the universe. It was I, just like I, it got me.
0: I abhor it. It's just the most toothless shit. And we've just gotten there as a society where we're just like, we, we are not okay with anything being explored via comedy anymore. Mm. It's fucking weird to me. Like the only thing comedy is allowed to do is give you like a soft little hug and tell you it's all going to be okay. It's just pablum, but what can you do? <laughs>
1: We want the, we want the dad bod of comedy, something sexually non threatening that's going to make us feel comforted and give us a hamburger.
0: Yeah, and um, it's all a ruse because you know who had a dad bod? Louis fucking CK. And we all know. You know what, what I think?
1: Would. I also think I you know look humanity's been around for a hot minute. We've explored a hell of a lot. I think that we as a species are just sort of like tired.
0: We're just bored.
1: We're bored and tired. It's almost like, it's almost like if we were collectively like an old person, like, you know how you go to a museum and you see drawings from like, you know, something, something BCE and it's like a a child's drawing that you would put on the fridge. And Uh, now I'm sorry, collectively, we're just like,
0: BC in this house, go on.
1: Sorry, I forgot that you had like multiple framed pictures of the Virgin Mary with your face taped over Jesus. (laughs) Like, um, i
0: have a uh, saint francis's penis in a jar
1: yeah, yeah. We, we believe hard yeah <laughs> i have the roxy is sleeping on the shroud of turin
0: does it look puerto rican sure but i'm not asking questions miracles are miracles all right
1: um but yeah i just feel like collectively no, you're right. we are just old and dying and on our deathbed and just like waiting for it to end we don't so know what else to say we don't know what else to it's do it's pretty much
0: <laughs> like we had cave paintings And then we got to, like, The Godfather Part Two, and then it's just been downhill since then. We're like, look, we cannot top this. It's just going to be deconstruction here on out.
1: Yeah, I think the the big loving of the 1960s into the 80s was, like, our big collective midlife crisis as a species, and now we're just all going to die soon.
0: Okay, yeah. I'm completely down with all that, because... I don't want to have to try to fix what's wrong with me. All the countless no. <laughs> things that are wrong with me. I would, do you, I don't say this with an ounce of sarcasm <laughs> or anything. Like if you told me like the, the plot of don't look up, mm-hmm. I would just be like, why are you trying to stop that? I'm like, my cats are fairly old. I don't have kids. I'm like, fucking bring it on. Are you kidding me? Like, I've got like eight days to just play video games in peace. Finally beat Metroid Dread. Maybe go back and do Mario 3 a final time on the original Nintendo hardware. That's it. I'm done. Oh, my God. Oh, the relief I would feel not having children. No skin in this game. Just being like, I had an okay run. Fuck it. End it. Hit the credits.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. I, the thing that I, I didn't see that movie, but what I loved about it was that it was written you by David nothing. Sirota who um was like Bernie Sanders uh, was he his campaign manager or something, but a bunch of people really hate his fucking gut. So for him to write this movie that all the climatologists are like, Hey, this guy's fucking right. Must've driven so many, like, you know, the, the neoconservatives who are Democrats who kind of don't give a shit about anything it must have really chapped their asses that you know everyone's falling over this movie
0: yeah i i mean i i think (laughs) they
1: don't want to do shit about climate change either they're making money off fossil fuels they don't want to end that shit so they're probably annoyed that like you know that this movie exists
0: Um, god i just realized that like you can now watch me silently belch if you're looking at the (laughs) video of this I was kind of able to sneak it past before, but yeah. No, you, you, you
1: could kind of do one of the side blows.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I don't have again to to go back to DJ stuff. They used to have a cough button that would just kind of mute the mic as long as mm. they held it down. I I don't have one of those because I'm just talking into Apple headphones here. Yeah, but, uh, if you
1: mute your video, people are gonna think you're like Jeffrey Tubinning or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every time I stroke my cock, you hear a symbol smash, so I've yeah. got to mute things. So I, I masturbate like one of those toy monkeys
1: that
0: <laughs> crashes its balls together.
1: Yeah. Smashing yeah. your dick between two cymbals yeah. repeatedly.
0: Because <laughs> uh, that's the
1: only way you can get off anymore.
0: Yeah, and it gives it that wonderful football shape, you know? <laughs> like Like really, really tiny at both ends and fat as hell in the middle. <laughs> the tapered chode okay it's it's a classy option it's not mm-hmm. for everyone but those that love it are real repeat customers okay yeah there's
1: yeah. a you know there's there's someone out there for everything i'm sure there's somebody who loves the football somebody who loves the uh you know the top heavy blackjack who. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah i mean who wouldn't <laughs> want to masturbate a cock that was so flimsy at the base you worried you're gonna rip it off if you get too enthusiastic and uh, yeah, what woman <laughs> isn't like twice the diameter in the middle? <laughs> and she is yeah. on either side.
1: Yeah. There's, yeah, really, there's someone out there for everybody. There's someone who wants the blackjack, someone who wants the tree stump, someone who wants the the curved pretzel. It's good. It's all good. Oh,
0: yeah. I, I mean, I was with a woman whose vagina was shaped like the TriStar logo, you know? Really? Just, <laughs> the entire shebang with a little <laughs> Pegasus in the middle, yeah
1: love it i get nostalgic for old production company logos so that i would have i would have enjoyed that <laughs> i would have been like oh i try star look who's talking i love this woman." trying to
0: mash my touchstone <laughs> cock into it we weren't yeah. meant to be
1: oh that's sad
0: yeah
1: uh, well maybe you'll mesh better with like a dreamworks pussy or something <laughs> so you can just like cast your fishing line into <laughs>
0: while you're all i have a, a, crescent- a mere max cock and it's been canceled
1: <laughs> yeah A Miramax cock that needs to jerk off into the nearest potted plant.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Uh, Well, this is a show about nothing. Shall we wrap up the episode?
1: Sure. Yeah, we've been rambling about dicks and cancellation for long enough, I think.
0: Perfect. I love it. Uh, This has been fun. I feel it's much better than the episode we lost. uh, For those of you at home, we didn't mention this. We had recorded an entire episode like two days ago when I was Mm -hmm. at my friend Dawn's apartment. She's an adult and doesn't live at home and has a nice place. And near the end of the episode, my plugged in laptop had uh, fully charged. And I was like, oh, I'm going to unplug the wire so I'm not burning out my battery. And uh, somehow that just like blew out the charge cable and the unit turned off. And I guess on Zoom, there is no like, hey, we're going to save as you go, so it was just gone. It wasn't particularly funny, I'm not going to lie, but we, we hit our stride about halfway through.
1: I thought it was, yeah, it wasn't bad. We were dipping yeah. our toe and looking at our own faces while trying to be funny, so yeah, it was good. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, halfway through, Molly dropped trow and did the, the Ace Ventura talking ass bit, and... <laughs>
1: but with my front butt instead? Yeah, exactly.
0: With your vag and pants down. <laughs>
1: With the red hair, it kind of looked like Louis C.K., but it, not really.
0: It looked like <laughs> Louis C.K. getting brain surgery. Yeah, because <laughs> you're also on your mother.
1: It looked like Louis with a really frowny face.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, where's your justice? <laughs> Molly got it. Where's
1: justice? Uh, you went to go play in the Ukraine. oh my god that's so funny to me
0: (laughs) I know right
1: Yeah, it's like I'm gonna go bitch about my ungrateful kids in the Ukraine what a couple (laughs) of guns they are (laughs) Uh, I love it
0: it's such a a ballsy move it's like can you hate a man that masturbates in front of women and entertains freedom fighters
1: I mean yeah he's probably jerking off in front of people hiding in the metro haven't they been through enough
0: (laughs) I like to think that they're just pointing him in the direction of like Russian sappers, and he's, yeah. he's just coming all over their goggles and blinding them for the combat yeah. effort.
1: America sent us this missile. It's
0: always good to fire. I'm an optimist. I'm always the glass is half full of cum. So, <laughs> uh, Molly, if they want to get a hold of you on Insta and Twitter, it's at I think Molly with. O-L-L-I-E, Molly Schmolly and Molly Heckerling, depending yeah, on... Yeah, it.
1: it's Molly Schmalley on Twitter and Molly Heckerling on Instagram. And I'm there and I have fire content.
0: Is that a reference to your crotch again?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. I, of course, am John Papa Giorgio. Uh, it, it's at Papa's Basement on everything social media-wise if you want to get a hold of me. And uh, if you're just finding this on YouTube, somehow none of you have made it to the end if you're just finding it on YouTube. But if you are, God bless you. There's like 720 episodes of this thing. If you just look at the Papa's Basement podcast, uh, my cat is starting to make noise behind me, but she has not hopped on the bed and made an appearance yet. So people might think I'm doing uh, some of the aforementioned ass ventriloquism. I assure you I'm not. It's just the cat. She's Shut up, Roxy. I'm eight seconds from wrapping up the episode. Can you shut the hell up?
1: All right. It's like, service me, I'm horny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like my little catnip
1: bean. Why did I end the episode with that? All right, we are out of here. Nice. Bye. Bye.